the reason why he's timing it that way is lining up for elections in the states. And he feels that the current government is so fucked that they don't think that Biden's going to get in any again. There's a property in Florida I want to go after. Okay. Okay. It's, it's an $8 million property. I already talked to you about this. Okay. Massive upside. It's on the water. It's on a channel, which leads to the ocean. Okay. Awesome. You know, I like water Yeah. or proximity to water. Relatively new building, not too, too old in the you know, grand scheme of things, like within 40 years, which is something I like, you know, 80, uh, 1980 plus. Mm-hmm. Um, insane upside. It's still owned by the same family that built it back in the 80s. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is really unique. Never been sold. They never really increased rent that much. Okay, so rent could actually be like increased by one and a half times. Oh, wow. Yeah. So massive upside without even doing anything on it right and they're just tight they, they don't want they don't want to be they don't want to have be involved in property ownership anymore and from their perspective rather than putting in extra work involved in sweat equity to get the numbers up to where they should be mm-hmm. they're just like they're putting in property on the market for like a two cap and they're just like fuck it Mm. I'm going to, we're going to get the number because we know the potential upside for this property and people are going to pay it. And they're mm. fucking right. Okay. Because I'm actually seriously looking at this property. So they're, they're not wrong in, in thinking that. Yeah. When you have a really great property, you can command something like that because people will buy it for the upside. Yeah. <clears throat> now I had a conversation with a lender today and he, he gave me four points of, or four predictions for what's going to be happening in the economy with respect to interest rates. Interesting. Yeah. Big big lender. Somebody that I... The same lender that I closed North Miami Beach with. Prediction number one. There's going to be a few more hikes in 2022 and 2023. Mm-hmm. Combined. So a couple more, maybe end of 2022 or cumulatively... In 2023. So mm-hmm. a couple more within the next year and a half, year to year and a half is what he thinks. Okay. That's prediction number one. Prediction number two. After those couple hikes, he feels it's going to be enough to slow inflation, which is the whole reason why we're going through these rate hikes right now. Right? Weird. So he thinks in 2024, we're going to see stability. Stability is going to create, you know, obviously reduce inflation and it's also going to create uh, confidence in the market again because people can start to make decisions. One of the reasons why people have such a hard time making decisions right now or going after properties or whatever Mm -hmm. is because they don't really know what the fuck is going on. And that's a big problem. Confusion in the market is one of the the biggest factors for, you know, not moving through with properties or committing or whatever. So number th- the, thir- the the third prediction the third prediction is in 2025 he predicts in the beginning of 2025 rates will start coming down. Mm. <clears throat> so um which is huge. He doesn't think this is going to go on for more than a few years. Because he thinks that the market will start correcting itself in response to interest rate hikes, which is, again, the 
basically one of the only tools that they can use Mm -hmm. to curb inflation. There's a couple other ones, but this is the main one, obviously, which is why they're doing it. Um, And then number the fourth prediction is that after rates start to come down or even just start to come down, obviously when rates come down, property values go up, but affordability arguably becomes better. Mm -hmm. He also feels that once they get down to a reasonable rate and kind of stay there, we're going to see another fucking run in real estate. Mm. So in 2025, he thinks that real estate's going to run crazy. So the, the style of debt that he's advising me to put on this building in the event that I do go after it, which I, I, I'd like to, I'm going to talk to you about it after, um, is, is long-term permanent debt. Remember I talked to you about going into this particular property or properties now over a longer term? Yeah. Because I don't think, like, there's no way this will go past five years, but have the option for investors to own it over the course of seven to 10 because mm-hmm. we want to maximize the return. So we want to be on the upswing when the market's continually moving because there will be a shift at some point. This won't last forever. Mm-hmm. We want to be on the upswing when we're, when we're selling it. We don't want to be, you know, we don't want to get into a three-year, two or three-year term where, you know, you know, hypothetically speaking, this guy thinks that in three years, the market's going to turn in 2025 or, you know, two and two and a quarter years, the market's going to turn. But what if it doesn't? What if it takes a little bit longer? What if it kind of drags out a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. We don't want to be on, we don't want to be on the, uh, on the tail end of interest rates being, you know, record high in the last few decades Mm. versus like getting, getting out of that refining into lower, lower, uh, lower rates and then selling at, you know, disposing of the property at the upswing, right? We want to be on that upswing or at, try to time it somewhat close to the height of the market or theoretically on the up, upswing of the market. So mm-hmm. his, his advice was to get into long-term debt that has like very long, like 10-year, like a 10-year term but has a uh, uh, an option. What they're doing right now in order to get people uh, comfortable with still buying. See, this is what I like about the states, right? Yeah. They're very proactive. They know that this is affecting buying. So what they're doing is they're, they're introducing uh, debt instruments that allow people to buy out the interest rate, mm. right? Or, or, or buy down. I, think, I believe they call it buying down the interest rate at a very reasonable number. Mm. So what that does is as interest rates come down, you can buy down the rate for your existing mortgage to get into a lower rate. So it makes it a lot more attractive to still buy now and not worry about, well, if the economy uh, turns around, it's going, you know, in five years or, you know, and you lock in for a seven to 10 and the economy turns around in three to five, you're not going to be holding debt for an extra five years at what it was maximum now. So they have these really interesting programs mm. to kind of curb the the uh, the hesitation in the market when things like this happen. We don't have any of that fucking shit here. So, or at least not to the extent that they have over there. Mm-hmm. He also mentioned this. <coughs> he thinks that rate... <coughs> <coughs> this might be... Um, oh, okay. I'll go... Prediction number five, last one. Uh, 
he thinks the reason why he's timing it that way is lining up for elections in the states. And he feels that the current government is so fucked that they don't think that Biden's going to get in any again. They they are um, lenders and all, all everything alike in the real estate market and everything want to see Trump or a conservative, not necessarily Trump, but a, a conservative government yep. come back into power to, uh, I guess, resurrect the markets because they do feel in terms of policy, the conservative governments, especially in the States, have a much better business and you know monetary policy economic policy than the the democratic government um so he thinks all of those five factors combined uh he'll you'll we'll start seeing a turnaround into the market at the beginning of around 2025 Mm. um but when's the election? When's the U.S. election? It'll probably be 2024. It's 2024. So, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking, right? So, during 2024, you, you're going to start seeing – that's one of the reasons why because, you know, he's saying that they're going to start introducing certain policies to get to get everything under control at this point, right, where mm-hmm. it's not just not under control at this point. Again, I'm no, I'm no fucking political expert or whatever. This is coming from one of the largest lenders in the United States who is telling me – what he sees from a banking perspective mm-hmm. and what he hears from extremely high level banking over in the US and their logic for everything and part of a big a big proponent of the logic that he's telling me is also based off of politics and what he sees coming up in the, the new election and stuff like that. He's just like everybody in the States is, is, a, is extremely over and tired uh, with the Democrats over there. They think they're doing an extremely poor job. Mm. Anybody that kind of is in that space, investment space and, and uh, you know, real, you, you know, real movers over there, they're, they're, they've had enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, you know, at the end of the day, it's, arguably those type of people that actually drive elections. So to tie this kind of like uh, to, into the property that you're looking at. Yeah, I'm going to go after it. Like I, I, this is what I mean. Like I don't necessarily have, this is why it's so important to try to do your best to predict certain things, talk to as many people as possible. There's nobody better to talk to than the lenders, right? right. In the bank, the banking system. Um, I always use the lenders and the banking systems to tell me, their their risk appetite that that I should have right on this on the particular properties. I don't usually get crazy, right? I've told you this before. I use them to keep me conservative. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't, you know, I, I sometimes need to be kept conservative because I just want to do everything, right? But it's them that keep me conservative. And if they have a high level of comfort in those properties or whatever property, again, they don't have a crystal ball, but if they have a high level of comfort, mm-hmm. I have a high level of comfort. And they they want me to be successful so that, you know, I go back to them. I buy all my other properties with them. I, mm-hmm. I use them. Uh, you know, I refi with them or I take out, you know, lines of credit with them to do work. Like they want re- recurring business, right? right. They're not going to, they don't want to steer me in the wrong direction. They also don't want to develop a bad relationship with the bank, right? Because they're underwriting the deal. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, the deal goes sour or sideways 
And then the bank's going to go to them and be like, dude, what the fuck? Right? I thought mm-hmm. you underwrote this. I thought you qualified the buyer, all this kind of shit. Right? They don't want to see that stuff happen. So they they use very conservative mm-hmm. metrics and numbers. You've seen the numbers that they use. They're, they're typically more conservative, which is, you know, and rightfully so, right? Um, but, uh, you know, I'm using, I, I rely also on them to tell me what their predictions are and to structure the debt around what they think is going to end up happening in the future because they are privy to a lot more information and analytical data than I am or at least that I can essentially break down, mm. right? They, they, they have a much, they're, they're in the weeds every day. I'm not in the weeds every day of debt. So they understand it a lot better than I do. And they're going to understand what type of product to put me in to allow me to be the most successful. Mm-hmm. That's it. 